Hey, what's up, everybody? Not much. Not much. Doing pretty good. We got all these people here. Uh, this week, I thought it would be cool to bring in four of our athletes that qualified for uh, the quarterfinals of the CrossFit Open. So let's just go around the room. And Yash, Yash is here too. He's actually lifting. You'll hear him deadlifting in the background. I'm sure he'll hear, he'll have some things to say and walk over and give his two cents. So this is the first podcast in the actual gym. We're not in the front room. Hopefully the sound turns out good. First up to my left. Anna Goodell. <laughs> Coach Anna, what's up? Woo! Woo! Yeah, let's give her a hand, everyone. So, tell us something. Yeah. How long have you been in CrossFit? I have been doing CrossFit for four years. About four years now. Coaching for three. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. I am Jake Anderson. I sell real estate software by day and get guys' numbers at LA Fitness reluctantly at night. And I've been doing CrossFit for six years now. Actually, you haven't been doing CrossFit for like the last two months and you just showed up and did the Open and qualified for the Christmas. Yeah. He just shows up. Just shows up and crushes it. But Ben's still training. Yes. Up next. Um, yeah, I'm Helmut Cardenas. I've been, I don't know, doing CrossFit for like seven years. In my fitness journey, it's been like eight, nine years. Struggled with weight uh, early on. And well, I'm here now. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was a pretty big boy. <laughs> it's a pretty big boy. <laughs> I feel like we need to get into that. Yeah, yeah you yeah, gotta tell a little bit of your story in a second. I got into P90X, into it. I did yeah. for like four, through my parents five rounds. Um, I mean, I, I got into like X, XL at some point, um, so I was pretty, pretty big, and I don't remember the exact moment that I decided to just work out, but it just happened, and uh, it was one of those things, I think it was P90X, and um, what was the one, the 30 minute thing? Insanity? Insanity, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, I don't know, I got into P90X, actually that's where I got most of my products, they had a really nice product uh, stuff. Um, but yeah, I guess we can get into it later. Cool. Blitz is here too. What's up, Blitz? He's taking a nap. He's been chasing the ball all morning. And I am Rebecca Fusile. You guys have heard me a few times on here already. And you know, I've been doing CrossFit for seven and a half years. Been coaching for about three and a half now. And. I'm a gym rat. I live here, do everything here, and I just submitted my scores. I'd like to say that out loud, so it's official. I have to say it out loud to make sure they're in. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Um, okay, so just to give the listener, we're sitting here, it's Saturday. We've done four of the five quarterfinals workouts. We have the snatch burpee box jump over one left to do so we'll be hitting that one tomorrow but I just wanted to talk a little bit about I'm sure people have had questions or seen these guys up here doing different things and just chat about the workouts a little bit um, and just 
just chill and hang out, tell some stories. Jake can give us some of his LA fitness stories. Those sound like pretty salacious over there. Oh, yeah. Um, but I guess first I would say is like, I know some of you guys were like, it was really close and your goal was to make the quarterfinals and that was really big deal, like a big goal. So first of all, congrats. That's awesome. Um, and you know, you learn and grow from this experience. It's just a different, little bit different competitive thing. Like Jake was asking about videos and I was like, yeah, just practice getting everything set up. If you're out there listening and you were in the top 10% or maybe you were really close and you're doing the workouts, set up everything exactly like you would like you would if you were competing. Have a judge, make sure you're taping lines, do all that stuff. You don't realize there's like stress involved with that and getting your camera set and making sure it's ready and off airplane mode. That is a skill to develop to get that or have people ready to help you do that. Um, to, to be ready to do a workout uh, and then you know jump right into the workout after you get all those other logistics. So it's a good skill to have and even if it's not the CrossFit Open and you're trying to compete at Wadapalooza and you're gonna have to set up a video or whatever, it's just good practice to, to do that. So if you're not doing the quarterfinals officially but doing them, I would say if your goal is to get there someday and compete to do that. Um, so that's cool. Shout out to you guys. Awesome job. Um, what do you guys think, or ladies, guys and ladies, when I say that, I mean the larger we, or our little circle here. I just gotta, I gotta stay political, I gotta stay correct, right? Um, um, and dogs, yes, I left out the dogs, sorry dogs. So far, what have you guys thought about the events? Let's just go through the events one at a time, and just chat about them, what you thought about them. Uh, the first one, or event one, we didn't, or test one. Uh, we didn't necessarily do them in this order, but it was the handstand push-up workout. <clears throat> Any thoughts? Did you have fun with that one? Was it cool? Uh, I think what happened? Shoulders blow up? Like what strategies, different things? I think the time cap was very aggressive. Um, I wanted to finish that workout, but it was very fun. And it was the less taxing, to me at least, out of all of them. Like I, I, I left and I thought I could do more. Mm -hmm. But it was very, um, I don't know, very time intensive, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. That was that one was pretty fun. Would yeah, you, yeah, definitely. For sure. I agree with both of those. Yeah, I felt like when we got done with like, it was still a really spicy workout. No, it was like no joke, but it was felt like I recovered pretty quick after that one yeah. compared to most of them so far. I was excited to see handstand push-ups, but you had to get kipping handstand push-ups. You had to get there. <laughs> That's a lot of uh, strict handstand push-up volume for me. So yeah, but you um, got through that. I'm, I'm so yeah, sorry. yeah. Even though I didn't make it to the kipping, I'm really happy with how many strict I did. So for me, it was deceptive because normally strict handstand push-ups I'm pretty decent at, but once I got through those. The kipping were much more challenging than anticipated, especially with Helmut and I going back and forth on that one. Yeah, it was it was really fun, but it was deceptive. Something I was thinking weird was when the, I was, uh, sorry, the go ahead. Cleans. The hand cleans. Yeah, it was so weird. I don't know. It was such a weird movement. Even though yeah. like we do it, but just that it's usually into like a squat or like a press or something. Yeah. But just that was weird. Yeah, it's a weird one. Just kind of fast swinging motion. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, I call those like CrossFit curls because that's kind of what they are. You're <laughs> actually curls. doing kind of curls. 
And I probably don't program those a ton. I don't. I don't say not saying it's necessarily bad that they were programmed that way, but they're not something that is. So many of the movements we do um, are beneficial to other movements. You know, different similar movement patterns, and I feel like those are they don't necessarily they don't cross over to as many different ways yeah. that we move. That doesn't mean they're a bad movement, but probably don't program those quite as much as, I don't know, whoever. Um, but one thing I thought was interesting too was like, cause you guys were going back and forth. I was like, Jake's much, is a much better handstand push-up athlete, I would say, right? Yes. But Helmut can relax and is a much better double under. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I feel like that was the difference is like, this is a kind of an important skill is like, you're building lactate in those movements. Like everything is like shoulders, right? So you're building lactate, building lactate, building lactate. But is there a portion of the workout to where you can relax and flush that lactate? Mm -hmm. And I think like Helmut, that's kind of where we got back and forth is like Helmut was able to flush that a little bit better, right? He was able yeah. to flush that during the double unders where you're kind of like keeping it, but it's either you're not flushing it or it's staying the same. Yeah. And then you get to the kipping and it's like, Totally. That's just totally crushing. You're, yeah. like, these are normally easy, but yep. you have that buildup to where you can't recover. I didn't think about it that way. I, I thought it was more like I was faster on the keeping. But you're, you're thinking... The reason you're yeah, faster because... Your yeah. double unders. Yeah, as a result of your double unders. Your folders, yeah. And so that's something... We, I mean, that's why they pair. Like That's really seeing how efficient you are in double unders or if you have movements <laughs> to where you can flush. Um, so like ways to train that to get better is, and this is kind of, a lot of this is um, stuff that I learned at um, uh, the aerobic capacity. He really does, yeah, it dives into some of the stuff about lactate uh, buffering and different stuff and thinking through stuff and like he'll do, you know, there'll be workouts to where you get, you build up a bunch of lactate, let's say like on an assault bike or something and then do like tempo, like thrusters with like a PVC and try to like breathe and learn how to, like flush or uh, yeah, flush that lactate doing certain movements. So if you're kind of someone like Jake, you know, doing some shoulder intensive stuff and then trying to do some sets of double unders, or I would even go back to like single unders and working his posture and just keeping them really easy and getting to where he could buffer and feel like I can go right back after doing a set of single unders. And that's going to help him be, you know, it's kind of like uh, some, no, no one wants to go back to single unders once they have double unders. But it's just like jogging or running, jogging slow into jogging fast, really. And the more you get comfortable in that, that body position, holding a good frame and being in a strong, like relaxed position, because you can do, you're doing it for a longer duration or doing it a little bit less intense, uh, a little bit less intensity, you can kind of, um, you get more comfortable, right? Like you get more comfortable running and all of a sudden you get more efficient because you're just putting more time in. So that's kind of a cool way. I thought about that when I was thinking about you two because I was like, way to build on that, which people just want to like do a hard workout and just immediately go try to do 100 double unders after they're dead tired, which isn't necessarily bad, but doing something to where I was like doing an interval, like of something shoulder intensive and then just go over there and as my rest interval, instead of resting, do single unders. Yeah. And then try to go back to the couplet or triplet or whatever it is. Might be a cool way to train that. That reminds me of the chest to bar double under workout for tfx mm -hmm. i wanted to practice that a little bit and you told me to do banded pulls double unders and just like working on flushing out during yeah. those pull downs um 
which sounded very similar to the PVC pipe. Mm-hmm. Chris Henshaw style yeah. stuff. It's just kind of cool to think yeah. about different ways. So, so often, and sometimes we do just need a lot of volume, like, but it's not always volume of just a thousand double unders. Like I can get better at, you know, it's building volume and I can build volume by just doing single unders for 10 minutes a day, right? Mm -hmm. And then um, be more efficient, any other thoughts. And then like Helmut too, I mean like did awesome. And then, you know, if you're kind of more like, hey, I just need to build whether it's that strict strength or whatever, then it's just time and um, where did you feel like you were slowest on that? On the Definitely the, um, I wanted to do bigger sets on the strings, yeah. but uh, I got caught up in that. And I think that something that helped me too was instead of staying stuck on the wall, I just got up, shake it off, and yeah. then just get back into it. For sure. Like staying on the wall and just trying to push one more. Yeah. I think that also helped me say Or that. resting on your head. Yeah. I hate that. It's like doing a... <clears throat> You know, pause squats are hard. If I, I, did I, do if, it, I <laughs> if I hang out and rest on my head on a strict push up instead of like getting that stretch reflex, we obviously don't want to hurt our necks. Yeah. I did that was the one time. It's better just to kick down. If you're on, if you're doing strict, it's better just to kick down and then get that loaded position. Just like when you learn to cycle a barbell, that second and third rep when you're dropping it from overhead and rebounding is way easier. But that's some thoughts I had. Anything. And I did awesome. That's like a PR strict handstand push-up wad for you. Yeah, so probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. Any thoughts from Rebecca? No, it was super fun. It was like the three rounds was just enough to like keep pushing it. Like I feel like if it would have had a fourth round tied to it, it would have been a lot more strategy mm. for a lot of people. But it was just go, go, go. And then that third round of like strict was like. I'm going for 10, I'm going to try to stay, like you said, stay moving really fast and try not to stay upside down too too long, even if that's it coming off the wall, but um, I, with my all of my movement, especially gymnastics, I like to think I'm really good capacity-wise at it. I've figured out over the course of, especially this season in the open, as far as I, anything like handstand push-ups into like burpees, I just need to work on like fast twitch because my handstand push-ups are... I can do them, they're not the fastest movement. Same with like burpees, I can go for a long time but I'm not fast off my chest so that's something I'm taking away from it because for me I felt like I'm happy with that score. Then you look at the leaderboard and people are a whole minute faster than you. I'm like, crap, time to work. <laughs> Stuff like that. And what, one other thing too about the handstand push-up because I think this is good for folks and it's kind of, it's better now because we don't have the tape line. Which is oh, good. Yeah, what, what were you gonna? Any thoughts on I the tape? Say that I'm just glad we didn't have the, the, the tape at the top because one, I have one feet that, that likes to drag, mm -hmm. and I tend to fold a little bit uh, as I go up. I don't keep tight, so I have to really struggle with like one staying tight and then just pushing my legs out to like meet the tape. Yeah. Um, and and you know my, my feet sometimes open up a little bit and that takes away some inches so I have to like yeah. really keep them straight. Uh, so I'm glad we didn't have that weird or not weird, just different uh, yeah. setup. How many times have they changed the handstand push-up standard? They changed it again this year to the bigger box with the Yeah, the bigger box. But I kinda like that too, because like it's it. kinda like hard that. to see like when is it your palm and some people turn their hands different directions. So yeah, I like the bigger box. And just like don't touch any part of the line. It's a lot easier to see. I was just going to say, hopefully we don't have that tape line anymore, but I guess this is kind of like maybe other qualifiers are just getting upside down in general. It's super easy to kick up. It's not challenging. 
every extra minute you spend on your hands or time under tension. Oh, it does go, this does go back to the first workout of the Oakley, 21.1, is that's a little bit different because it's a wall walk. But so often, I guess people like are waiting for their judge to tell them that they're good or over the line. And they spend so much more time or they're like so much more deliberate that it's almost better to get a no rep and spend less times on your hands or like to just knock out handstand push-ups. And if you get to a point where your heels come off the wall and you get a no rep and just kick down and reset, um, but just, I don't know for future, maybe qualifiers, something that might be something to consider is, um, the time I've seen people in the past, like they're waiting for their judge to tell them they're good. And that just little bit of extra added time upside down just wears you out. And you don't realize it. So, anyways. Cool. Yeah. Good little awesome triplet. Crowd yelling at us. Yes. Yes. Always good to have a crew here. Yeah. Check. Well, this won't come out in time, but we'll be here tomorrow. So, hopefully, we'll have another crowd here tomorrow. Um, Next workout, next test. <laughs> the death test. I was counting like a goat. <laughs> GHD, rope climb, and pistols. You guys, you guys, that was amazing to watch. You guys did awesome. That was really fun. I, I think the goats were amazing, those big sets. Uh, it's just something that I don't even consider. On the GHD? On the GHD. Yeah, yeah, I got to 35 and then broke it. In they just went on broken. Uh, it's just mind blowing to me. Uh, I don't know. I was just telling Jake, it's probably going to be the nastiest, like, sounding video to listen mm -hmm. to. Uh, I was there was a lot of gross <laughs> noises happening on the GHDs. A lot of grunting. There was a lot of prayers being said on round the 40s because the abs were already going. Yeah, you came down off of one rope and you're like, I'm cramping. I or something you were sitting cramping. right there, so you got to hear it. Yeah. I was like, I what's cramping? You do is you close your eyes, and on the GHGs? I would get these. Oh, on the GHGs? Yeah, yeah I, I didn't say that, and I was like, nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how you were closing your eyes. I was like... <laughs> I don't. I kind of noticed that I do that. I, I, I don't know. Some people, I've talked to a I lot bet, of different I people actually, on how they, some, some people spot something that yeah. helps them get less dizzy. I don't know, I just naturally. That, that actually, I've had, Cassidy actually had a real issue with that, with getting really dizzy. dizzy. She had a, uh, like a boating accident where she got a concussion, like, um, like skiing or something, or wakeboarding. And like, it took her a while to get over that, like up and down. And so like, that is something that can be challenging. But spotting, like Rebecca said, I think is if yeah. you have that some issue where you get dizzy or get upside head. down. Yeah, and it's... some people like looking at the ceiling the whole time. And I don't know. I, I don't keep my head neutral, but I do close my eyes on the way back. I don't know why I do that. That's weird. For Because in gymnastics, you're never supposed to close your eyes. You're just pretend, you're just like, this is all a dream. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I said, saying a few prayers during that set of yeah, Jake, I, I'm glad everyone's feeling good because Jake was down to like singles, just full on yeah. grunting. Like, Rah! I was really embarrassed. Oh. I, I didn't go with the group, like with anyone else. So when I was grunting, 
which is something that I never do. I was like, I look like an idiot right now. I'm doing one and then getting my feet out and resting and answering. Guys, I saw a shopping. video of someone failing at GHG. Did oh, I saw that. And it was well, like, I can, he looks can't like sit up, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that was That's really scary. scary yeah. Um, we're flying on the road, though. Okay. Thank you. Up yeah. and down, yes, up thanks. and down. <laughs> the like, very first pull on the rope climb, on all the sets, but mainly it shocked me on that first set of 60. I was like preparing myself. I was like, my legs are not going to go up as fast as they should, but it's, they still didn't go up like at all. <laughs> so it was like a whole... All I was thinking was, push down with your lats. Push down. Yeah. Try to save something. My pride got the best of me on the rope. <laughs> I, uh, Matt told me, don't try to do three two pulls. And I still try. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, it, it was just something so natural for me to just do two pulls. One, I jumped into it, which I saw Jake did not do it, and he was doing amazing. Uh, and two, like, I don't know, I, I got the better of me. And then I got the message into like three rows up, but at this point I was already too tired. So maybe it's something to to think about. Yeah, my ego got the best of me right there. Yeah. Stop. I think it's like it's like <laughs> it's like so much of the, so many of the things we movements we do in CrossFit, which is kind of cool. Is um, there's variations in how you do them, right? Like a one rep max snatch is going to look different than me cycling barbell snatches, right? Or um, you know, similar idea of like jogging and sprinting is different is doing rope climbs in a manner that I'm doing a 20 minute Metcon and I'm going to be tired, like I'm going to be dying. And how do I do those most efficiently? And maybe my abs, in this case, you're using so much midline that not jumping and just committing to like three quick, trying to get on and off the rope quickly, three quick pulls when you're used to being like jumping and being more aggressive versus rope climbs that uh, like the regional workout from a few years ago where they ran the, so the like 10 rounds of yeah. the legless or even if it wasn't legless like some some of the different fast rope climb workouts they've done to like the finales of regionals yeah. where you're jumping and you're getting up and down that thing fast because the workout's like five or six minutes it's like having different skills within the same movement like rope climbs for a certain type of workout and rope climbs for an aggressive fast workout just like you know, if you're doing 95 pound thrusts, 95, 65 pound thrusters, you're not really launching with your legs. You don't need to make that bar move any faster. You actually want it to come back down pretty quick, right? You're trying to cycle the barbell faster versus, uh, you know, um, a Metcon where you might have five or seven thrusters that are at 155, 105, right? You're going to have to use your legs and launch. And so it's just kind of like thinking about different skill, different movements we do. And doing them efficiently is good, but like it, that might change based upon the style of the workout. That's kind of cool to think about is um, developing different um, ways to do different things um, on different movements. That makes sense. Thoughts on that? I think of dumbbell snatches. Mm -hmm. Whenever I think about like, the open workout, I think it was the second one straight back for me just grip mm -hmm. it and rip it but if it's a 70 pound dumbbell I'm dropping underneath under. it yeah. so um yeah having depending on the weight and depending on the for duration sure. of the workout maybe for we're sure. gonna have to look into this on the next workout right right <laughs> that 100 days five yeah for sure be... <laughs> yeah well, that's a cool thing too because i feel like just as for the everyday athlete like everyone whether they're competing or not is like you get really 
in your groove of I'm good at doing pull-ups like this or I'm good at snatch like I feel like I'm great at snatching the dumbbell but I really don't know how to get underneath it and then but if I learn that skill or put take some time to like step away from what my wheelhouse is that skill is going to come into play on certain workouts or certain things it's just kind of like giving you a bit bigger toolbox so a lot of times it's like you might not have that strategy going in but if you have a bigger toolbox you can switch on the fly and like oh okay this feels better now you know i'm on that's a nice thing to have when you're dying in a workout to like be able to go back and forth either to rest certain parts of your body or just Oh, this isn't playing out how I thought. <laughs> Yash, what happened? Wiping my oh, feet. Oh, okay. He's cleaning, his, he's cleaning his feet. He's lifting barefoot. Um, but yeah, it's going to be You know where I see that incredible thing? And depending on how tired I am, mm -hmm. I either tend to use more of my arms or more of my hips. Yeah. So depending on the workout, let's say if we do another deadlift leading to like kettlebell swings, I tend to use more of my shoulders. More of like, yeah. uh, I know people don't like it, but... I tend to like just kind of like push right. it up, straight it up, uh, just in that attempt to set my hips and my For sure. Yeah. Well, that's that's a really cool. So I have those two movements there to play with. For sure. Well, that's a cool thing, or I like that concept in a way because it's something that you know a little bit of having some balance to CrossFit or knowing the difference between I'm competing versus I'm training and how important that is to know the difference because in some ways if we always compete or going for time we start doing movements in a way that don't make us like i said again better at everything else that arm kind of arming kettlebell that can be great if you're trying to be fast or you have a certain amount of time or the weight's relatively light for you but it's not teaching you hip extension like a kettlebell swing should so and you're and we see that in here all the time as coaches is like people don't know how to kettlebell swing and they think they're like great at them but you can see the kettlebell hanging they're like just muscling it and using their arms and they're never snapping their hips open and then we try to get someone to open their hips on like a bar muscle up or even i mean i think all of us struggle with this i know like rebecca's probably the most seasoned athlete here and like hip extension on a snatch getting really extended all the way is hard right or we're still working on that she's yeah um so it's like it's really important to like understand like one it's great to have that tool and like practice it different ways but always like you know and your coaches should be giving you guidance on this is like when am i competing and when is this training and when do i need to be thinking about how is my body moving this way just not moving it fast no matter what right because ultimately those things build upon it and and, and um just are going to make you all around better at human movement and expressing power and doing all that stuff that the movements are meant to do so it's one of my favorite things that i've learned at bolt is the difference between training and trying to put the best time right in college I had a versus glide roar yeah exactly that's from the very first podcast the the hug your hardship one where people came in and were like, are you talking to me about the rowers? <laughs> I, I put that in there. But yeah, that's, I love that. That's, you know, it's like when I played football, you don't go full pad, just scrimmage every day to be the best for the game on Saturday. You practice certain things. You do goal line, you do seven on seven, you have Pascal, you have like all of these different scenarios. And then you maybe have one or two days of, contact and then you have days and shells and then days out of out of pads 
to get you ready to perform. And so like, you know, taking those steps back or like putting focuses in different areas, different parts of the game, right, of the CrossFit game, and then not always worrying about the CrossFit game is just time or reps or whatever um, is a good way to think about your training. Everything we're talking about is just developing new skills and new tools to put in your bag. I tell people that all the time when we had like this week when we had our strict gymnastics uh, complex and everything. There's a time and a place for kipping, there's a time and a place for strict. It's all about developing both. So when you need both, I mean, you're going to have both of those tools in your bag and they complement each other on everything that you do. And then what I've noticed a lot because I've competed a lot recent, or just over the years and everything is when it comes down, lately I see it more and more with like open workouts. There's like, yes, you can sit here and strategize. There are strategies to a lot of them, but when it comes down to just go, 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 you gotta have all those start pulling out tools like in the moment as far as like switching muscle groups, like on a kettlebell swing or a dumbbell snatch or knowing I need to move this way at this point of the workout or I need to start pushing this way and muscling this or being efficient right here, pacing, it, it just all changes. And the more you do workouts and the more you practice those things like in training, they start to show up in little pieces of like when it's go time. Just like you're talking about with, with football, you practice this, 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 and when it comes time to wrap it all together in competition, it's there. So yeah. it's all about developing those tools. And doing the reps, right? Like the more you learn, you learn by failing, you know, like, you go out too hard. It's red wall day. That's the whole point when we put on the red walls, just to like see how fast you can push and see where that red line is, right? Like you're right on that edge of like seeing where it is. And then we have days where you pace and, and do those things. But I guess, you know, when we, it's just really is like constantly like doing, like you mentioned about the, the strict complex, constantly varied functional movement. That's what we're doing. And when you find yourself like always doing stuff the same way and just, uh, or, only doing the same movements, then we should reassess and, you know, play around with how we, or just like how we, if we're always attacking them in the same way, maybe you're going to do the same movement, but you're going to work some strict work in instead of just always kipping to help my toes to bar be stronger. Um, or that workout, that thing is just grit, hanging onto the bar, right? That, at least that one, that's a hard one for me, is that? I got a scary broken. Yeah. <laughs> Like I like I, I couldn't move. My feet were like cramping up, and I was like, "Oh crap!" Yeah. <laughs> when you the, was the last the last three rope climbs, when you were like, "Go for it! Just do it! Just start moving!" I went for that last pull. Was like, I feel like I can't move, <laughs> and I'm at the top of the rope. <laughs> it was a scary pull. Yeah, just and coming just like, down is like, <laughs> would I have made it? <laughs> coming down, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, the grip especially always a big thing like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's like we get in those comfortable things like I break up my pull-ups into fives. We only develop the capacity to hang on for a certain right. amount of time. That kind of is like the TFX thing where it was the max set of pull-ups that exposed some degree because that's mostly just you get good enough at the movement and you don't have anything else going before it. It's how long can I hang on to the bar, yeah. right? And so... Yeah. That was good. First thing Matt said to me after I finished my set, he goes, we got to work on that. <laughs> we got to work on hanging on a little bit longer. <laughs> a couple of good, uh, things, like your, your grades also, they, they came off. Yeah, um, but it was my forearms in a big way. I think I definitely do. These are the sets that I'm comfortable with. 
and that just goes back to the training, you know, doing bigger sets and yeah. saying I'm definitely not. I'm going to learn where my line is. Or I'm going to try to build my capacity even if I'm slower in the workout. That exactly. Day. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. All right, workout or test three. I keep calling them workouts. Y'all did that this morning. It was. It's on our IG live. If you didn't get to watch, go to the Bolt IG live or IGTV page. No, it's not live anymore. Watch these guys. It's a lot of rowing. It's it's, it's invigorating. So Watching them row. So um, yeah. Looking at that and then remembering myself rowing. I was going so fast, but in the video, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you need to go faster. Yeah. And I get when people say, go faster, and I'm like, I'm going fast. But yeah. I don't know. It's so different, like, looking at you from the outside, I guess. Well, that's, it's kind of funny. I like to, it's like you're in a hurricane or tornado of just like your own, you're in your own world. It's kind of crazy. I thought about this on 21.2, the repeat is like you could see people in the middle of the dumbbell snatch burpee box jump over. And it's just like that they can't see two feet in front of their face. Just as far as like, you're so engrossed in like getting the work done and just surviving like Anything, you're in like your own little universe bubble. It's so crazy. It's kind of cool when you think about it. It's like just how fuzzy the rest of the world gets around you. You don't know what music's going on. Every now and then you can hear some people yelling at you. And you're playing these mental, there's these mental things going on in your head. But like when you get really good at it, you're just like in this, your own little universe. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no, definitely. And then kind of like on that workout too, on that row, it's like. Yeah. Honestly, like I, I, I think I, I recovered like on the 40 to 50 and I was like I found myself again and I was like okay just keep up the pace yeah. go long and that's when I started to think again of like how to row yeah <laughs> it was just like so just get on the road just like just it was like moved. 20 20 calories okay but I'm still struggling and then it was like almost halfway to it that I found myself again yeah and thought about pulling harder keep my back straight um I don't know and so yeah, I agree with like on my own goal right there. Um, but that was a fun one. That was a fun workout. What did you guys think? Something interesting was what Rebecca told me earlier that um, she did like way bigger sets, and I broke it up into fifteens, and the difference was like six, seven seconds, something yeah. like that. Yeah, you got on the road right, right after me, and I was I was I was shocked by that because we did completely different yeah. sets on the wall balls. I like to point out that I wanted to go rogue on this one and just try to do 120 unbroken, and McCraney stopped me from doing that. Yes, that would have been It was been a good done. plan. It was, it was good. But there was definitely that. I'm going to win it on the wall balls. I'm gonna, I was going to win it on the wall balls, and now we'll never know. <laughs> but no, that was good because it all You can retest done. it this week. Okay, no. <laughs> all I remember from that workout is I hear people cheering really hard for Rebecca or Helmut and you can feel the energy like they're going faster and then it was on to the next person I was like just don't come over to me <laughs> I started at this pace I'm gonna finish at this pace I've got nothing left to give so just leave me be well I could tell Helmut was getting close and I still had 20 calories to go I wanted to somewhat stay close to you and I was like he's gone <laughs> I'll just keep rowing right here at my, at my pace. So I started to really sprint it on the last 20. Yes, yeah, yeah. 
G told me to go in the 40 and I saw 40 and I was like, no, this is not happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got to the first 40 and I was like, third of the way. And even then, like, my, my legs were burning and I really thought I was going super fast, but looking at the video, no. I was not. It's just, fast. I was telling all you guys, I was like, if everybody's like, how do you feel? It's just one of those workouts where you got to find the sweet spot of, you're rowing, did I go, it's such a big row, you're like, do I risk going out a little bit faster and trying to hang on, or do I start at this moderate pace and try to kick it up at the end? Because that's where mine kind of ended up. It was like, I was so consistent until 100 calories, then it was sprint to the to the finish. And then it was like, well, should I have pushed a little bit further in the, or harder in the beginning? But I think I would have crashed if I did that just mentally because it's so long. Yeah. So it's it's one of those that'll leave you like guessing, like did I leave it there? I would say that if you're, you probably got right to hitting it just right if you're guessing, playing that guessing That's game what a little saying. bit. It's one of those. Because if it's your jam and you like spent hours on a rowing machine and hours rowing, like you're used to row or something, and you just know how you operate on that machine just awesomely all the time. Then yeah, maybe you can be more aggressive. Uh, but like I was saying, when something that's that long, just 120 at a time, and it's just all at once, I feel like if you don't pace that right, and that number drops below where you want it to at 30 calories, and you're like, dear Lord, mentally, yeah. I have so far to go, and you're already dropping after off that higher pace that you wanted, that, that inspirational pace that you tried to hold, it's just so mentally challenging to overcome that and do and finish with your best. And I don't mean like finishing with the best sprint ever, but I'm just saying like it's mentally very, very challenging if you get outside of that comfort zone or, or you push too hard and then, it, you know, your body's making you slow down because it's hard. And then mentally you're like, you feel defeated. I was trying to hold this pace and I couldn't do it. And um, so I would say I'm most longer efforts for sure it's always best to like fall yeah you're gonna fall still fall out of the rower be dead but have that little bit of that question of could i have pushed a little bit maybe um means you probably pace pretty well um so I'll add because if you're sure then you know you didn't pace well if you pace too much you would be like yeah i paced too much but when it's just like right there on that edge you probably did pretty good because like you know this is a, this is so mental all the stuff we do is your mental, the way you coach yourself, the way you talk to yourself in the middle of a workout, all of those things. And if you set yourself up with this inspirational plan and it goes awry in the first round or two, it's hard to recover from that and be like, and what find do, your way. But go ahead. What do you guys think when you're rowing or like something that distance? I, I try to put myself like little goals. Okay, so I'm at 30, we got this 10 more. And then I'm at 60 and like, okay, halfway. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I, I like to talk to myself. Yeah, do the math. I don't know if that's just me or... No, I do the math. Or you guys just disconnect. Yeah. I it thought to myself at 59, I just don't want G to say you're halfway there. <laughs> 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 you're well, I thought there. someone was going to say a third of the way there and I was going to be like, crap. <laughs> no, yeah. I'll, I'm going to, after uh, you talk about that, I'm going to promote the 
bolt engine class. Yeah. Just finished a rowing cycle and I had a lot of our pacing work in my brain for that one because we started at the beginning of the, the rowing cycle with a 5K and then ended up retesting it. So at the beginning, when we first tested the five our 5K, like I surprised myself with my time and my pace that I was holding and I was really happy with that time. And when we came to the end of the rowing cycle, just that particular Tuesday, I was really beat up from training beforehand. So I was like not very excited to uh, retest it. But what happened was I knew the pace I was trying to hold and I went out uh, purposefully more aggressive. And that's what I was thinking about on this big long row. Because what happened when we retested that 5K is I went out too, basically too hot. And then I had right at halfway of the 5K, it was just like, oh shit, going. It was that terrible moment where you're just trying to hang on. And those 5Ks ended up being the exact, it was crazy, the exact same time. But that second 5K was like way, way worse to get through. So that was kind of the like moment of like, I definitely missed the sweet spot on that second 5k so that's what I was trying to like avoid was that getting the 60 calories and being like mentally just destroyed by that time instead of being steady 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 and then when we got to 100 calories that's when you push so it's just it's just hard but the engine class that definitely uh, I mean on running and rowing everything that we've been working on has really helped me mentally I mean I know the physical side comes with it too because it's just reps 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 that you're doing but mentally, I know paces now and everything. I know a lot of us have been hitting that, and everybody always asks me, how do I get better at my cardio? I'm like, do it. We have an engine class. We have an engine class. We have a workout ready to go once a week, just one time a week. Yeah. And you start learning a lot from that. It's all about the reps. When I sat down on that rower, I was like, well, I'm used to like sitting on the rower for like 25 to 30 minutes. Right. So like, I guess I'm good. Yeah, for seven to eight minutes. I'll be here for a little while, but I'm used to it. I don't know it. if you heard me, and when she was a little bit in, I was like, just another Tuesday morning. Right. Go to work. Just That's another exactly Tuesday morning. That's exactly what it felt like, too. Nice. No, definitely. And, and also, you know, this wasn't me before, but that lesson of like, you know, just get on the rower and just start and then worry about your pace you know 20 seconds later or something like that yeah. but just get it going that really helped me that has helped me actually in many things uh, in many worlds I guess. you can always always pull on the yeah. that mentality yeah. yeah and that i i learned that in, in engine class so yeah. it really helps i was really glad to have a good crew out here today for sure especially going through 120 calories like it's really nice to have people yelling at you <laughs> I'm sure it was just ex as exciting the for best to fans. Watch us sit on the rowers as right. as it was for us to just sit on the rowers. For like, you come back when I'm at 100. Like, you know what's so funny? It's not as bad as a marathon row. I've watched. Oh, oh, it's God. so funny. Each time we get to like a qualifier and start competing again, it that's the beauty of what CrossFit is and how you're never, you're never bored. There's always something new because I feel like, oh, we do so much stuff as far as like 5Ks, 2Ks, the pacing this many calories this many calories and that this is the first time i've rode 120 calories like straight on there well like purposely sitting there and rowing 120 calories i mean we've sat on the rower for longer but it's always something different coming up you know it's always different strategies going in so we did do that 80 60 40 60 80. that's the that's the one i was that's thinking of when when this one was announced i was like oh, yeah. at least it's not that yeah
I think it's funny too, like just how athletes are different and we're all different uh, on certain workouts. Because I was talking about Jake, what he liked about some of the stuff, and he was like, I like the high skills thing. Like he liked the GHD workout, even though it was like he was in grunt, he was in grunt mode, and he's very much that type of athlete. I'm kind of like that. And then Anna, and then obviously he doesn't like didn't like today's workout. And Anna's like she's just like grunt, like just put her nose down the grindstone she was like this was so much fun <laughs> which to me is just hilarious which to me is hilarious just because it's like the simplest like the simple is how is how it the structure of the workout oh, um, I asked her how excited she was to do burpee box jump overs in the open yeah yeah that was another one that was Anna Anna favorite but I, I just think it's so funny how we all look at things differently and everyone's a little bit different athlete and yeah. um you know, find ways to like have a, a crew that has a little bit of all those personalities because then, you know, they'll make it a little bit more exciting when you're like, I don't want to do 120 wall balls, 120 calorie row, this workout is dumb. And they're like, yeah, this workout's awesome. And <laughs> you can kind of like balance each other out, make you do it and be better for it probably. Yeah, definitely. Well, I can tell you that it's not fun to grow up with Anna and burpees. <laughs> yeah, y'all are doing a competition together. <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. In yeah. A couple weeks. This is just setting them up for who, how they decide who splits up who. I heard really GHD, know. I heard really the GHD, GHD argument uh, yesterday. Hannah's <laughs> gonna do more. Cool. All right, test number four. Front squat, four rep max. It was a simple thing. It was. It was fun. That was the most stressful thing. You think so? Yes. Give me a Metcon any day. Give me a yeah. max lift. You'll catch me pacing around the gym. So, um, what did you guys think? I mean, I thought it was kind of cool. I like when they do stuff like four reps, because we always do like, like in training, you typically do three or five. So I think that was like purposeful. It's like right there in that middle of like where you might not have a set number. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, you have an idea, but I think it's kind of cool. And we, we get caught up on like, and there is some reasoning behind the threes and fives. There's been a lot of research behind like those being very successful for developing strength. But you know, it's cool to vary those numbers sometimes. Um, what did you? How did the four reps feel? I can tell you how they looked. <laughs> you about to rip on us? No. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. Wait, wait. Can I, can I start with Jake's? I saw a Jake's third rep and his fourth rep of his big set. And the third rep looked awful, and then the fourth rep was just like, whoop, was straight up. Oh, like, really? I, yes. I was like, yeah. what just happened? I was worried about your fourth rep. It was rep. awesome. I was like, Yeah, I mean. Mine did not look like that. Jake's ability to um, flex at his thoracic spine <laughs> and still hold the bar up. Yeah. And, and get his hips <laughs> and do this weird like hips get under right. the yeah. bar thing. Or we need to it's maybe we'll armadillo. we'll post a video of that. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> the armadillo front squat. Yeah. Hey, so you, you stood it up. But the it was awesome. last one was so fast. I looked over and I was like, was that? But that's four? that's how I mean that's like this is goes back to competing or training. You're competing at that point. If you're truly maxing out a lift. You're gonna to get to the last rep or two on like a four rep max. It's gonna, it's not, it shouldn't, if it looked perfect, I would be like, Jake, what the hell? Put some more weight on the bar, right? Yeah. Now, when we're training, 
in a four rep max, I might not want to be there. I want to think about building my rack position. Like, you know, we talk a lot about like pressing today is a full body movement. What is the rest of my body doing? Just because I can physically front squat it, but if my elbows are always coming down or I'm always getting that in that kind of armadillo position, we got a new... Armadillo I call it the cocoa position, like the dog pooping. <laughs> oh yeah, it is cocoa. <laughs> is it your chihuahua? <laughs> chihuahua <laughs> cocoa? Yeah. Max screenshot and I said, I look like I'm built like cocoa. Yeah. <laughs> you need to screen get a screenshot of that with cocoa and then we'll post it. Yeah. Side by side. Together. Yeah, side by side. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, building a good front rack, you know, and kind of challenging yourself and weight how extended you can keep that thoracic spine, how tall you can keep those elbows is going to get you to a first, you know, help you to reach your maximum, you know, your true full maximum capacity of, of, of the lift. So it's an important thing is like, yeah, it's okay. You weren't doing like That's how a, that's definition of how a training rep max should look for an experienced athlete. Your biceps should hurt after front squats. If they're not hurting, you're not doing anything. I have a question. Yash, Josh, come in. What's up? What do you guys think about the order of the workouts? This is uh, something new that they've done, right? For the first time, I think. Where they've told you you have to do it. They we almost did it wrong. We almost did it wrong. But they didn't yeah. tell you an order. They just said you have to submit this workout at this time, these workouts at this time. So it's like they're kind of forcefully making you do some workouts ahead of time. Well, there's been a lot of different strategies going around yeah. as far as like seeing what other athletes have taken on IG just to. Well, they purposely put that nasty GHD one in in the front to make everyone sore for the rest of the way through, or make you strategize on how you want to do it. Like, definitely, if you figured out the right strategy, it was putting that front squat first, so you weren't sore going into that max lift. You know, on that GHD topic, I feel that they didn't do the open right. To have the right athletes oh, for the GHD. That's a whole nother rant. I feel well, that yeah. they, they, I don't know, the open was more for like cardio based people and not people with a strong core, as in like, you know, strong lifters. And then they bring like 180 GHDs for cardio was, people. Yeah, that it's, was dangerous. Yeah, I don't know if they programmed that right. I don't know if I'm making sense, but. No. Um, I love the, the, I'll touch on that first. I love the three week open as far as like. An affiliate and what most people need mm -hmm. but I find that really hard to like even though 10% is a big bat of people and they're saying they're really concerned about getting the best people to the games that's still gonna happen but I do feel like they may need to play around and make those two partners or do some different things because um, you know there's certain circumstances where if I was working really hard on, on certain things, I mean, the last workout kind of did that, but I have certain skills or whatever. Um, it's kind of hard to showcase them if there's not enough breadth of a test. If I'm just like the everyday CrossFitter coming in here to do this, um, I don't know. I, I guess you have to earn it by being a good enough, build your engine and being good enough uh, to get there, but I just look at, I want everyone to be encouraged to do it, but if, if it's just every time, if it's too grunt worky or too like cardio, like there's not enough skills or fun stuff in it, I think it could lead some people just to being like, why I don't want to do that.
I don't know. That makes sense. I mean, I do. So I'm kind of like saying, uh, yeah, I don't know. I do think they they think about that. Yeah, There's for sure. There's always this hype that goes around riding the line of this is kind of crazy. This is what CrossFitters are. They're a little bit crazy and want this big test. And there's, there's that, I told, I think it was G and Alicia as they were walking out. I was like, there's a fine line between, between crazy and stupid <laughs> and not, not being smart about it. And being that in our division right now, the masters are a little bit smaller, the 10% or the age groups are a little bit smaller. Ours is like a big pot, the 10, the 10% where there's definitely athletes that should not be doing 180 GHGs because it's dangerous. Well, they're not going to be able to get there. <laughs> they're not going to be able to get there, but... Right, but it's still doing 60, a set of 60 yeah. and a set of 50 is just enough. Like, how many people ever, like, we do them, very, we do them rarely because we have three GHDs, but we still try to work them into class from time to time. How many people that go to just everyday CrossFit gyms, maybe more than I think, I don't know, but they never do GHDs. Yeah. Right, and so that's kind of where you could get into a sketchy situation. Well, it's not even that. I had we had members that came up to me that are not not that they're doing anything crazy and everything, but they were like, we were inspired by the 180 GHGs and started doing GHGs. I was like, how many do you guys do? <laughs> 180. I was like, don't don't do 180. <laughs> but it's just it's just going back. Uh, to, what? That that workout was being just riding the line of that line of yeah. crazy, and well, it, it was fun. What what I like about that, and what I I kind of. Uh, my opinions may change on this over time when they get this format down better. What I do like about the three weeks and the quarterfinals and the reason why I'm kind of okay with that workout is I think there's a great thing to say three weeks, this is for everyone. We have the foundations level, no like 80 year old person can walk in the gym and I can give them a workout. This is what CrossFit really is for all of us. If you choose to do the 10% and pay the $50 and compete in this, you're now an athlete, just like when I played football, you can tear your ACL. There's some level of, risk. I'm risk. taking risk here. I'm an athlete, athletics takes risk. risk. Yes. And I kind of like, that may be something that comes out cool about this is we can have two types of opens to where they can kind of go ham on some of this stuff. And maybe, you know, I could see some issues with maybe the, how do you program to get those people. Um, but I think, um, in some ways, I kind of like that idea of we can then say that's what we do at the affiliate every day is the first three weeks, and there's a small percentage of us, and they can be inspirations for us all that do it this way as a sport. And there's a sport way and there's a life way. So I don't know. That's kind of cool. And that's why I kind of like I, I, I do think they rode the line a little bit on that, and hopefully no one gets too jacked up from it. But I kind of like that at some point – you're an athlete. You're trying to take the next step. Like you're gonna do hard shit. You might get banged up a little bit, right? That makes sense. One, uh, just to address Yasha's other question, and I feel like I'm talking too much more than you guys. Uh, but I think I wish I wish they would have been more like you do these two on this day, and even told you the order to do them in. And and I know that's hard. It's time zones. Yeah. That's really where it becomes hard. But at least do you do these two on this day, these two on this day, and you can choose the order. I think that would be a little bit more structured. Yeah, it gamifies it a little bit, but it just makes it more structured. It makes it more like a mini regionals at your home gym where it's like 
everyone's doing them on this day and doing them in the same ways, but I understand a lot of that's because it's a worldwide competition and they, they give some people some flexibility based upon when they get the news and all that. Our time zone is just being that we're our stores are due at 2 p.m. It's weird. It's having one done in the morning and or start basically we started in the afternoon and then the second one was done in the morning. I don't know if some people had it differently to where they felt like they had more time throughout the day to complete. I think it's just weird because it's the first time we're on this format. Yeah. Once you do this a couple times, it'll be like, oh, this is just the way it is, and it's not that. It's just like. Yeah. It's it's been it's been I've enjoyed it the structure and the timing of it just because it's been like you had to think about you had to plan yeah. when to do this when to do this well definitely good like, that they had deadlines along the way that we was, yeah, had to keep reminding each other not just the to whole do, weekend get your scores in right now but it also adds a layer right of strategy yeah, yeah. It, the way that you that's what it. I love about competing and that there it's so much more than just go do fitness out on the floor it's like you got a plan to do this and it's all that preparation that happens behind the scenes that if you do it correctly it shows up to where you're like look really calm out on the floor but a lot of people don't realize how much thought and strategy goes in behind the scenes and everything so i think it, the structure of it's been really cool i've had fun with it and with you guys i'm glad <laughs> we've had a big squad yeah, I, I don't know makes how you train by yourself. I, it's one yeah, of those things that I can't. I tried to do the gym for a while, and I, I just don't get the motivation by myself. It's it's got its perks, and then it's it just it's, it's ups and downs. But I think I've just been doing it for so long that it's just part of it. I gotta go. Last test. We'll talk about the last test, which is tomorrow. We didn't finish our front squat story. Oh, yeah. Front that was squat. my first redo of the... <laughs> yes. Anybody else have anything else on front squats? Anna crushed it. Oh, Anna crushed it. Yeah, PR. So, I got more than my three rep max for my four rep max. And then uh, on another attempt of four, I, I got three. So, then I PR'd my three rep max. So, that was, that was fun. I was nice over there. After, uh, I was over there. You PR'd your three rep max though, because I pushed you, even though you didn't get quite get the number that you got. Only got three reps at three ten. That's right. But then you had you had failed, you your previous attempt yeah, so at three rep. A couple was, of weeks ago, we tried a three rep, and I got I failed the three o five on my on my third rep. This time I failed it on three ten. So that's a big PR. On my fourth rep. Yeah, you failed your fourth yeah, rep. Yeah, yeah. So you got three full reps so at three times. I did it the big ten. Um, but I mean, that's fine. It was fine. It was a win. <laughs> it was nice lifting uh, after 7 a.m. Yeah. I don't know how much that helps, too. Huge help. I can't move in the morning. I know. I felt so um, much. Anna's better. an early Thunderbird. She's at the 5 a.m. crew. So I'm 20, I'm 20 oh, yeah. I'm migrating <laughs> to the Thunderbird crew. And there are some mornings I walk, or we're getting set up for our squats, and he'll move side. I'm like, okay, a couple minutes before we start the clock, and he still has his bar empty. We're going to lifters. He's like, what? <laughs> still waking up. Still, it, it is hard to lift in the morning. That's actually part of the reason why I, I mean, part of its schedule, why I started training early is I want to be able to lift 
that early in the morning because you can when you compete a lot like you have heavy events at 8 a.m. like you gotta be used to that yeah but yeah um, my first attempt on the front squat went terrible and I'm not putting the blame on anyone but I'm gonna blame Matthew McCraney for destroying <laughs> us earlier in the week with mountain climbers, with mountain climbers. That's my <laughs> we're so sore no. My family couldn't work straight. <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, we do mountain climbers at Bolt. Get over it. So many people came up. You were the one on that one. That's not the one. It was the overhead squat one. Yes, the stupid one. Oh. That's all we're going to say about that one. So many yes. people came up. They're like, are you like. I know. People couldn't. They like, would be like. Remember why they were that sore? They were like some abs, some hips. Yeah. Some, it was like a secret. The shoulders. <laughs> like, yeah, they're like, okay, oh, good. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the only one. Like, no, everyone's asking me. Why is it a secret? <laughs> yeah. You also slept more. You're recovering a lot better. On the day you got the, the weight, on the weight that you got, yeah, because you didn't get up at 4:30 to coach. Oh yeah, that's true. On that day, so that could have been it too. So you're trying to take the blame. Yes. I'm putting the blame back on you. <laughs> well, the, no, I, I'm. I still, I have to come in and coach him. No, because I offered to coach Thursday. I have another. I have another question. Another question from Yash. So the quarter. This is like the first time we've all done CrossFit for a good amount of time. This is the first time where they've ever done like quarterfinals, right? Where you have like. At least for me, typically in the open, one of the teenagers they would say makes the online qualifier, but before, after that, it was like, I'm just doing the open to do the open here. Rebecca, it was a little bit different for you, but for us laymen, um, it, was, it was just like, do the open, have fun, that's it, now you have this goal. What do you feel about the quarterfinals? I was really, I, I was really happy to have uh, the quarterfinals. My previous best finish in the open was 87th percentile. So it seemed like you know 90th was in, within reach, so it gave me a little bit more of a push during the open, because yeah. um, I you know knew that it was attainable and I definitely pushed harder. So I think that's the key word, right? It's attainable. Like before, I I knew I wasn't gonna make it to regionals, so it was I was just doing it for you know doing it with the, with the people. Yeah. Right. But right now it gives you like an attainable goal, like you know what I want to prove that I can make it. Yeah, it gives you more intention and like doing the workouts and going through it. I mean, I felt yeah, your yeah. pain, Anna, so when I think we redid it. That question was pretty cool. And that. Josh with the bomb questions people. coming in with the fire, the great questions. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> back, back to your. <laughs> Any other comments? No. Miss Butts. Um, Be like Bob. If you don't think about Bob when you're doing a max lift, yeah, shout out to you're Bob. not trying. I thought to myself, I in my mind, he will get off of me once <laughs> I finish that front squat. That's so. what happened on the fourth rep. That's what I didn't do. I didn't yell, "Get off me!" <laughs> <laughs> And then you shouldn't rack the bar. You just throw it down and know what you lost. I was honestly scared that if you dropped the bar, it would be considered a no rep. Oh, like you drop it too early or something? I was just like, yeah. I'm always afraid of like a plate going next to it and bones like break my leg or something. Me too. Me too. That's why we keep our areas clean of plates. Yeah, but it's always like a paranoid kind of thing. 
Well, cool. Final event, final test tomorrow, snatches and burpee box jump overs. Should we all wear shin guards? Heavy barbell, high boxes for everybody. It's finally... I like this one. This one's going to be different for all of us. It's finally a good way to do this. <laughs> it's finally a good way for the uh, height for the girls, so... I'm happy about that. Finally, a good height. <laughs> <life. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> like, did you see how he boosted us on the GHDs and he was just waiting to like <laughs> tear us down? <laughs> no, no, I, I don't know. Excuse me. Not whatever. But I am like concerned about that. It's like a hoping trip over that 30-inch box because you get to throw to nine. I've seen girls jump over the box and it's so much faster than any guy out there. I feel that 20s. You do the thing number. where you box jump and put your foot on like the edge of the box, and I'm waiting for you to like. Oh, you, like, uh, it's, it's a strategy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strategy. <laughs> Classic comment. <laughs> Is that going to be your strategy on the 30 inch box? I, I don't know if I can tip it down. <laughs> tip I like it over. It down. <laughs> Just tips over. You go down way faster. Than what do you guys think of? I mean. Thoughts on the workout? Are you excited about it? I think it's, I mean, I love heavy bar, I, snatching is my favorite movement. Uh, this one reminds me of that original one, the 2018, um, the heavy snatches into the bar facing burpees, into the lighter snatches. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I mean, obviously, it's shorter, but. It just comes down to the snatches for me. That's that weight that's doable, but it's gonna be like, Really, really tight setup each time. I don't know how to approach it. I think I'm just gonna do. I don't know if I'm gonna do like half a lap for the full lap or the bar. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pacing is how yeah, we're gonna yeah. do in this workout? <laughs> <laughs> how much walking? I, uh, <laughs> but I, I think at some point I'm gonna have to squat it, and that's why I'm not looking forward to it. G did it yesterday. What was his time? Five something? He did five. Oh, by the way, thanks to G. G is a different. The, uh, they tend to be muscle snatched. Yeah, just muscle snatched. That's that's no, it was power, but it was yeah. like no contact, swinging, <laughs> put, yeah, press out, which is like, I told him I was giving him a hard time afterwards, but I'm like, the reason I'm giving you a hard time and want you to get contact because it's ridiculous that you can do it that well, moving that way, so. And the time cap is aggressive too. So oh, I'm gonna, the barbell and I are gonna become really good friends. I'm just gonna. Anna's going for a PR tomorrow. Just gonna stare at it and take it up. Just a snatch deadlift. <laughs> Work on my pulls, I guess. Yeah. Make some attempts. I need to, so. Yeah. I'm just excited to watch, like, this one on Instagram of the dudes who do it unbroken. Like touch and yeah, go. Already, I've already seen some people go at this one and they were touch and go and I saw dudes touching the one the one eighty five and I was like, Well, my one thirty five ain't gonna look like that. But I, I can imagine that as I'm walking up to the bar. Uh, I'm it's, excited it's, to do it. It's not heavy but it's such a I don't know. But it's like right there in between like really heavy and like doable. Yeah. That's why it's a good workout. It's yeah. Like, yeah, it's right on the It's edge doable, of, but it's... It's a separate area. It's yeah. 25 of those <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Makes me want to get stronger. Well, we're going to hit that one tomorrow. Or these guys are, I'm not. 
I'll be watching. Um, but yeah, any other comments? Any other things you guys want to say? Shout out to all of the fans. Yes. Yeah. The Bolt fans that come up here and yell and judge and help out. Bolt jolt. It makes a difference. Yeah, it is the Bolt jolt. Bolt jolt. Gives you that extra bit of energy. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'll say I've had so, so much fun hitting these with you guys. Like, I knew it would be a long four days for us, Yeah. but it's been super, super fun hitting it with all of you guys and just strategizing with y'all and just, you guys, I, I really feel like there are some moments where I'm like really, really, like, not stressed, but you can tell I get in my own little world and I feel like just having you guys here has kept me more, just have some fun with it and just it's it goes back to like how it's set up and everything like you have a chance to maybe redo one thing but it, it comes down to like when it's go time you just hit each workout hard and when we have a big crew to do it with it, it just makes that one attempt like way more fun and um so. just i've enjoyed working out next to you guys oh i have a final question what, what, after, so you guys have pretty much, you're, you're at the finish line, right? You have one more workout. You've had a little bit of time to do some introspection. Intr introspection? Maybe retrospection? Not sure which one it is. But you've had some time to think about it. What, what is like one thing, what's, it could be physical, it could be mental, uh, that you're looking forward to working on after this post qualify, post quarterfinal? Rato? Already, already kind of sorry. I already thought of that when we were cleaning up earlier. Just, I think everyone's been doing a great job, but I've already had this anxiousness to get back to work and train. Yeah. Just because it, like, like with any competition, you feel like you're so confident going into some things, and it just ex exposes like all of these weaknesses that you have to keep working on. Like just overall plane, just. Picking a skill, working on it, like moving fast through burpees or moving fast through handstand push-ups, and like like we started with like that lactate buffering. It's like so many different things to work on. That I'm excited to get back to training when we're done and we eat ice cream after. Yeah, I think I, I was I was telling Helmut I was like there are so many things for me to work on, um, and I'm actually it's it's getting me really excited. Like so many possibilities, like so many ways that I can get better I was like I'm really excited to start you know really focusing on these weaknesses and like you know learning learning about myself and and training more so I think I, I want to continue with the engine work uh, it's been helping me a lot I feel a lot really dude. Yeah, yeah it's really yeah. helpful you on longer on, on longer stuff Helmut you should be able to do like Eight minute workouts and that's it. <laughs> no, I mean you would do the other workouts. We're like eight to ten workouts. Like you were great. But now it's like you're getting into like these longer workouts and you're doing like even like even like the dumbbell snatch like burpee box jump over one like stuff like that. Even though there's no none of the same stuff we're doing in the engine, just that longer time domain and learning how to pace. I think it's like significantly improved. Even over the I mean that's like over six. What last six months? Not yeah. even that long. It was. How long have you been? It was just me by myself, by like lonesome in uh, <laughs> at five. Yeah, five yeah, uh, every Tuesday. Yeah. And then Anna joined, and then a bunch of people yeah. started to join. 
Yeah, now there's more people at that than our original 8.30 home. Yes. The fake engine class. Yeah. It was mentally painful. So they I know, it's still scheduled for Thursday. Thursday. It happens on Tuesday. Yeah. Well, we were originally doing it Thursday, so we moved it. That's quite a yeah. story. It's my mom. She surprised us. We're finishing up a podcast. Yeah, we're almost done. You can just hang out right here. Um, I was going to say something I forgot. Oh, I'm just riding the strength train. So, Helmut, if we combine our powers, like, you know, super athlete. Super athlete. Yeah, I just got to keep riding the strength train. I've uh, had the same weaknesses. I'm going to join Jake on his plan to get to 235. Let's go. Like, I repeat, 235. Yeah. Yeah. Do something to do something, baby. Get up there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get to 135. Emotional baggage. What's the Yeah, I've had the same. I know what I need to work on. I knew at TFX. Your drink. Your oh. coffee. I don't know my chair. I need some the last thing Blitz needs is caffeine. True. Sorry. TFX. Go ahead. Yeah, I just know, I've known since TFX. Like, again, that was another one where Matt goes, "Yeah, we got to work on that yeah. with my double unders." <laughs> yeah. Um, and then just wall balls and rowing. So, I've been knowing my weaknesses and been deciding to get to two thirty instead. So. <laughs> What's with your coach, your coach, Twitter fire? Yeah, what's yours? Yeah, uh, skill, right? Coaching He's had skill. lots of opinions. Yeah, on oh, career. I was. What's your takeaway? Um, I guess, I don't, I mean, you just learn through experience and coaching and like, this is a whole new structure of how the season will work. And so um, just thinking of things we can do better. I mean, it was, like I felt stupid on Thursday because I should plan that better because I didn't really get to help or be a part of some of the stuff because I was doing other stuff here at the gym. And just so like, um, you know, even maybe even doing something like as a big celebration of like, hey, we're done on that Thursday in the afternoon. We're all, you can come up here and watch the event, like make it more of an event for everyone and like, you know, if it's one day a year where like the whole affiliate shuts down and we like cheer everyone on and then I can coach and, or just be better at asking for help and having Bring out the other coaches. Day. But all of our coaches are here too. So it kind of made it hard, but I just, uh, so I just think like planning that, I mean, I always uh, want to learn more and do more, be a better coach. Uh, hey, thank you for everything. And such a basic no. answer. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, well, Yash put me on the spot. I didn't know I was going to get interviewed with this one. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's what I need to do is sit down and write down some goals or some some things that I can do better as, or what are my weaknesses as a coach. So. Yeah. Thanks, Yash. <laughs> I'm here for it. That's right. Accountability. We all need it, right? Um, he has been the model. So, yeah, oh, I, I would be remiss not to mention, Rebecca is trying to qualify to the semifinals. Did great on the first two. These next two, I mean, I think she did, she did the three and four as good as she could. Uh, 
after she slept in and did the lift right the second time. <laughs> and, uh, so I think, yeah, just let's do it. You're gonna have a whole crew here to train with you and help push you on. And maybe like you were talking about her training alone, we can figure out some more times. Like you guys know, or if you don't know, me, Yash, Rebecca, we're usually here on Saturdays till this time at least. So if you want to do some extra work or work on some other things, you yep. can block off some time then, or obviously your work schedules will probably limit some of that other stuff, but come on. Hey, come down to, you want to keep, surround yourself with the people on the same, on a similar mission as you. And I totally yeah. believe that. That's why I'm so thankful to be doing, like I said, to be doing this, this part of the season with you guys, because y'all pushed me and helped me stay positive in a lot of these, um, Areas that get a little bit sticky, so let's keep let's keep pushing forward. We're keep we're gonna keep getting better. That's it. Move forward. All right. Awesome bolt cast. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thanks for Yash for the dropping questions in between his lifts. He's over there. He's doing hip thrusts and deadlifts, trying to lightly <laughs> do something. <laughs> Not just dancing hip thrusts, like the actual on, yeah. movement. Uh, and he's coming up, he's like over there in his own, like Zen world and coming up with these awesome questions. So thanks for joining us, Yash. Any parting words to our Bolt fam? Stay consistent. Stay consistent. That's right. That's what we're doing on the podcast every Sunday. Check it out. Share it with your friends. The walk. Can we plug? Oh, the walk? yeah. Oh, next Matt, week. That's you. Twenty-four hour walk. Matt There's a big group of us going. I'm gonna post a video this week about it because um, we are doing it to raise money for a charity, or that's part of what we're doing it for. Just really like the mental challenge. Myself, Iliad did it last year. If you don't know Iliad, at 5 a.m. Uh, Strict Mike is doing part of it. You heard Strict Mike on a podcast. Jake, Greg, Terry, Luke, um, Shane. Is Rob still doing it? Rob Freeman is still doing it. Yeah. Uh, my brothers and my dad. Is Jesus doing it? Jesus is doing it. Oh, yes. Oh, I didn't know Jesus was I know, I may be missing someone. I'm trying to think of who was on the last call. But. A big group of us are doing that, so we're actually going to finish here at 8 a.m. on Saturday morning, right when class is going. And they're going to do the workout. No, we will not be <laughs> yeah. doing the workout. But um, if you want to just come and be part of our welcoming, welcoming committee at the gym to welcome us and congratulate us on our walk. No. Then we will be here, walking here, or then you can train and do the class workout afterwards gonna yeah it's gonna be cool I'll, I'll yeah we'll tell a story we'll do a podcast talking about that after we experience it and then um, yeah there'll be all sorts of stories on that and uh so yeah that's it let's have a good week get after it go to work oh yeah you're gonna we're gonna do a few of these workouts in class this week, so you guys can rest that day or do something different. You should definitely rest Monday and Tuesday, probably. We have a comp to train for. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, you have your comp to train for, but you should at least rest on Monday. So. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs>
back and buy us on Monday. Yeah, okay. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, let's, we'll see you guys this week at the gym. Bye. 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 We need to sign off now. We need sign to off? Sign what? Off. Okay, I, give me a sign I off. I tried to offer the... <laughs> what, what is your sign off? I don't know. 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 Yeah, it is Ferris Bueller's. Alright, we'll find a sign off. Recommend sign offs. Bye. Bye 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 bye. <laughs>